Hey there, superheroes and superheroines. Welcome back to another exciting edition of Pop Cultish, the podcast that wonders while everyone else is Team Iron Man or Team Captain America, where the heck is Team Howard the Duck, huh? That's the pressing question that we want to know. Uh, Tony Schaub here with you. I've given my lovely wife Emily the day off today, mostly because she wasn't able to come with me this week to check out the special advanced screening of the movie we're going to be talking about today. That's right. Today is entirely devoted to Captain America Civil War. It's Marvel's newest offering in the uh, phase what are they in now? Phase 3? Phase 2? I always forget. I think I'm pretty sure we're in Phase 3 now. But uh, it's Marvel's newest offering, and it's going to be a big one. There's a, uh, It's a Captain America movie by name, but there are more, more heroes in this movie that you can shake a stick at. Fans have taken to calling it... Uh, Avengers 2.5, and with good reason, because uh, almost everybody that you know and love is in it. Uh, we've got Captain America, Iron Man, pretty much the entire team of the Avengers, with the exception, of course, of Thor and Hulk. They're off doing their own thing, and you'll see them later this year in Thor Ragnarok, Thor's newest movie that's coming up. So uh, the first part of this this uh, discussion here is going to be spoiler-free, so you don't need to worry about uh, hearing anything that you don't want to hear if you haven't seen the movie yet. I'm not going not gonna to spoil anything for you just yet. We're going to chat about the movie for just a few minutes, and then we're going to go live. Live. <laughs> You're going to hear some recordings that were done live at the advanced screening that we got to go to, and you'll hear me talk with some fans, um, uh, just a few quick recordings there. And then once we come back, that's where uh, we might chat a little bit about some of the more spoiler-heavy aspects of the film. So, but for now, you've got at least the first uh, 10, 15, probably 20 minutes of the show to, uh, to to not have to worry about hearing anything you don't want to hear. Which, uh, come on, let's be, let's be honest, if you're listening to the show, you probably want to hear it all. So, uh, but uh, no, Captain America is, is a big to-do, and it's kind of random how it happened uh, that Civil War turned into this big thing with all of the characters not not all the characters obviously but with so many marvel characters in it uh there are new characters that you have not yet met in the marvel cinematic universe uh more on that after the fact uh, if you if you did not know um you know we we've seen some of some of the characters here in promotions and uh, trailers and things like that. But if if you haven't seen that for whatever reason, I'm not going to spoil that for you. You see characters that have been uh, in in other solo movies uh, join in here for the first time, and then, uh, like I said, you'll you'll meet brand new characters that'll be getting their own movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe later on. So uh, it does bear repeating. I don't think this is a uh, spoiler territory. That uh, when you go see the movie, stay in your seats after the movie ends. Obviously, there is a uh, a couple of uh, post-credits, mid, one mid-credit and one post-credit scene. So you're definitely going to want to definitely going to want to hang around and check those out. But uh, this movie, of course, uh, is on the Earth-bound side of the Marvel Universe. You won't be seeing uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, there is nothing uh, terribly cosmic about this movie going on. It's all it's all based on Earth, and it actually is for for as fun as the Marvel movies are, and this one definitely has those kind of fun, you know, uh, happy-go-lucky moments uh, with their witty jokes and things like that. It, it's a surprisingly, uh, I don't want to say heavy, but it's, a, it's it's got some weight to it. The story uh, has got some weight to it. It kind of surrounds 
the fact that the Avengers and superpowered beings as they exist in the world, uh, their actions have consequences. And obviously uh, their primary consequence is to help people save the world, things like that. But um, they, they don't always, it doesn't always work the way that they had hoped. Not only do the actions have consequences, but you do get a chance to hear about some of the things that happen after the fact. You know, there are always the big fights, uh, you know, when the Chitauri invaded New York and, uh, you know, when the, the aliens came from Asgard uh, in, in Thor's first movie. You know, you see the big battles and you obviously get that exposure, but you don't really have to deal with the cleanup on screen. And uh, this movie kind of addresses those concerns and those topics as well. Uh, it's also fun to, to note that they do uh, throw it all the way back to the very first movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which many people mistakenly say is Iron Man, but it's actually the Incredible Hulk actually kicked off the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's not uh, it's not widely acknowledged because uh, they're not using a lot of the same actors, and they're really not really even acknowledging much of the plot line there. But uh, General Ross played by William Hurt, uh, was in The Incredible Hulk, and he makes an appearance here in Civil War as Secretary of State Ross, who pushes for the Superhero Registration Act, which is kind of the driving force of the film. So uh, without any further ado, let's go ahead and jump into the recordings that we have from the premiere. Uh, so you'll hear me talk for just a few minutes, and then uh, I'll get a chance to chat with a few of the fans that I found in line while we were waiting to go in, while they're waiting to go in. And then once we all got situated, uh, we talk briefly before the movie, and then I'll be back afterwards to chat with you a little bit more about the movie in detail. So here we go. Enjoy. Hey everybody, it's Tony here and I am at the Indianapolis premiere of Captain America Civil War. The screening is here Monday night. We are at the AMC in Castleton and we uh, obviously thank our good friends at Disney and Marvel for putting this on as well as the folks at uh, Allied Marketing. Uh, they are fantastic for putting these advanced screenings on for us. So we're going to be hanging out here tonight, chatting with some fans and talking about uh, the movie, talking about Marvel, talking about what they expect to see, what they've liked so far and all that fun stuff. Afterwards, we might see if we can chat with a few of them and uh, get some reactions, although sometimes after the movies it's hard to grab a hold of everybody, especially with Marvel and all their uh, post-credit scenes and all that fun stuff. So uh, for now, I'm going to wander down the line. The line is uh, here in the lobby, starting, stretching all the way down the hallway and around the corner. It is literally out of sight. So I'm going to go down here and see if we can chat with some, some true believers and uh, see what they have to say about Captain America Civil War. We'll talk to you guys again here in just a few minutes. All right, so we are here at the Indianapolis premiere of Captain America Civil War. I am hanging out with the line here. The line is already stretching around the corner, and I have the pleasure of talking to the very first group of people in line. Now, what's your name? Uh, Danger. Danger. I love it already. This is going to be a great conversation, I can already tell. So, Danger, now tell me. You're, you're here with a, with a group that's uh, been sitting down enjoying their food, a group that brought some chairs with them. How long have you been here in line waiting to see Civil War? Um, I'm going to assume since four, because I went right after school to like rush down here. I had to eat in the car. I had to 
<laughs> I had to do all this stuff right beforehand, and I just rushed down here as quickly as I can. Well, you do what you got to do to make sure to make sure you're going to see this movie. So yeah. cool. Four o'clock uh, for those of you who aren't with us live. Obviously, it's six o'clock right now. So you've been in line for a couple hours here. Yes, which is it, cool. It was very cold outside. It was not a smart <laughs> decision. Well, at least now we're inside. So that's the that's that's the good part. So now I'm assuming that then, of course, if if you've been here waiting for hours, that this is not your first Marvel movie. This is not even my first like screening. I've been to multiple screenings for early screenings for like Guardians of the Galaxy, Ant Man. Cool. So I'm kind of used to like the flow of having to get here like super early and it. then just waiting. You're a seasoned professional here in the advanced screening circuit. I like it. Now, are you from here in Indianapolis? Yes, awesome. I am. Very cool. So tell me um, a little bit about your love for Marvel. Is it to start with the movies? Is it with comics? Where did it Where does it start for you? Um. Well, see, when I was first introduced to Marvel, yep. I was around, like, five years old. All right. So it was kind of, like, early, and I was kind of, like, just getting into it. The movies haven't even come out yet. But it really started to kickstart when I went to go see Iron Man 2, which now I realize is kind of not that good of a movie. <laughs> well, everyone's got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then slowly I had I grew a love for Iron Man but I'm opposite sides today okay uh, and then slowly that just developed into a big love of Marvel and the cinematic universe and that soon got me into the comics and into everything else Marvel okay cool so now you said uh, your first movie was Iron Man but you said you're on opposite team so that I have to ask the official question then today is it is it team captain or team Iron Man Team Captain Team America. Cap, okay, Team Cap, all right, very cool, all right, we got some Team Cap love here in the line, so so who, uh, then not just not just in the movies, but anywhere in, in Marvel, or even comic books in general, who's, uh, you have a favorite character or comic you like to read? Yes, a huge one that I've loved since I was eight years old, yeah. uh, Miss Marvel, who is now known as Captain Marvel. That's right. Um, I actually just bought the first issue, like the very first issue from yeah. 1977, for $50. Nice. I almost instantly regarded it, but then, <laughs> <laughs> but then it, I just really loved the character, so it was all worth it. Okay, very good. My favorite Marvel character is the Punisher, and uh, right now he is super hot because he's been in Daredevil, and I don't have his first appearance. I have his second, third, and fourth appearance, and I was That's just so at really Comic-Con this past weekend, and his first appearance now, I could have got it earlier last year, maybe around $150. Right now it's about 600 to to 1000 is what I found the copies yeah. of. So. I, I'm... I know that like once the Captain Marvel movie is gonna yep. come out, Miss Marvel is just gonna explode, and yeah. I'm just gonna have it just there. Yeah. So so let's go less less instant regret and more uh, savvy uh, investment because you know it's gonna go up. Yeah. And you could probably sell it before I never never will sell it. Though, <laughs> I so. probably won't sell it though. That's <laughs> which really is okay. That's the good thing about collecting is to, is to hang on to it. So, mm -hmm. all right. So tell me a little bit about what you're hoping to see in the movie tonight. I'm assuming you've seen the previews. What are you thinking? Yeah. Uh, what are you thinking are we going to see tonight? Um, I'm definitely looking forward to more of the vibe that we got in Winter Soldier where it was still able to be like a jokey, nice Marvel movie, but yet still have this kind of serious undertone. I'm slightly excited for Spider-Man. Yeah. Really excited to see Bucky Barnes again, who's the Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> with uh, Black Panther and all of this, it's just great to see that they're exploring different characters besides the ones that we've seen in the past. Absolutely. So last but not least then, I, I want you to try to give me one 
wild prediction, something that we, we haven't seen in the preview that, that might you think might happen tonight, something, a character that you haven't seen in the preview that you think might show up. Just give me your just give me your out there thing that that, that you might see. Captain America is gonna die. Yeah, oh, Captain America's <laughs> gonna die. How I'm gonna pull out the big guns. That is morbid but intense. She's ready. <laughs> Captain America's gonna die. He's not even gonna go back into ice, he's just gonna straight out die this yep. time, so I've been predicting this movie for four years now. Okay. This this is how I know it's gonna end. I will uh, I will look forward to seeing if your prediction comes true tonight. So yep. awesome. Thanks for taking a few minutes to chat with me. No problem. All right, so we're back here in line at the Captain America Civil War Indianapolis premiere, and I'm here with another big fan, obviously. What's your name, my friend? Deuce. Deuce. We talked to Danger earlier, and now we're talking to Deuce. All right, Deuce, so you've got, uh, you've got your shirt on. You're ready to go. You're here at the front of the line. When did you get here to get ready for the movie? I just walked up in front of everybody. Oh, that's gonna that's gonna go over really well here in about uh, twenty minutes when they're when they're let in the uh, the auditorium there. So no, I got here a few minutes before danger. Oh, Pushed okay. her down actually ah, to get in front of her. That's line. serious business here at the front of the line. Yeah, so well, all right. All you need to know about the front of the line is two words: Miss Hattie. That's it. <laughs> that's all you gotta know. That must be our friend here with the lawn chair who's ready to go. Yes. Hey, I don't, I don't hate it at all. If I was, if I was doing this, ready to go, I would want my snacks. I would probably bring my dog with oh, me. I'd be ready to rock. She'll have, so. she'll have hot, no salt popcorn delivered to her by yes. hand. Yes, I like she's it. She's the queen. <laughs> she's uh. the queen. She, she, she even has people come and do the restroom for her during a movie, so oh she my. can watch it all. That's impressive. If I could get someone to go to the restroom <laughs> for me during a movie, that's. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's in two weeks. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, tell me a little bit about this movie. Are you uh, are you your Marvel fan? I'm assuming. Uh huh. All right. So, um, what are you uh, what are you excited to see tonight? Um, I think it's the. Uh, if you wanted me to predict or tell, sure. I think that the Ten Rings that's from Iron Man One. Yep. Um, I think they're the background story arc to making the Avengers fight each other. I All think right. there's something there. There's a behind-the-scenes arc there. Um, it's it's one of those things where they've been sprinkling it through. Sure. So I think that's uh, going to be huge uh, in that. And I also think this is a test run for uh, Infinity War Part One to right. see how many characters you can actually fit into a movie and people not, you know go overload on it uh, i would say you're absolutely right with that is what people have been calling this avengers 2.5 because 2. there's 5. so many so many yes. people in this one so yes. all right well then i'll ask you the same question i asked previously then uh, we've seen a lot of characters in the previews already but do you have any uh, any guesses on any characters that we haven't seen yet that might show up i think ant-man goes to giant man tonight okay captain america just retires you don't die <laughs> you don't kill off steve rogers <laughs> no I will see you after this. He'll be out there. You'll be like, oh, they can kill him. You don't kill off. Now, of course, we do know, though, in the uh, in the comics, though, when Steve Rogers goes, there are other people waiting to fill his shoes. Oh, yes, yes, so, yes. Uh, um, so you do have that. Yeah. Um, I predict Spider-Man will make a cameo. Oh, wait, that was a so It's a pretty, yes. Uh, not not much oh, of a secret anymore, of course. Oh, but. <laughs> and then, um, like, some other people will show up. All right. Right? Um, from the Marvel use, <laughs> no Thor, no, and no Hawkeye. Hawkeye sucks. <laughs> Hawkeye, Hawkeye, 
Hawkeye is the Aquaman of the Marvel Universe. Okay? But uh, he, you know, he's he's been doing his thing. He's been yeah. But nobody ever goes, oh, call Hawkeye. It's that true. It never happens. It's true. Well, who cares? <laughs> So you've got the uh, Civil War shirt on, but uh, I do I do have to ask. Of course, are we are we Team Cap? Are we Team Iron Man? Well, I think that uh, the Big Brother ought not have uh, anything to do with you, right. and it's just uh, you know all the destruction and damage. That's just that happens. You know that's why people have insurance policies. Okay. Uh, so I guess I'm Team Cap. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah. You know, truth, justice, the American way. Sure. You know that type Makes thing. Makes perfect sense. All right. So, uh, any uh, anything that you think might go on in our movie tonight that we haven't seen in a preview? Any any outlandish predictions? Characters we have yet to to see? Any any big action sequences? Anything like that? I think that uh, probably the biggest thing will be the introduction of Black Panther. Yeah. I think that uh, if they go to Wakanda, which has again been sprinkled throughout, sure. I think that. Uh, uh, T'Challa, his whole background, of course, lead to his movie. So, having him show up, I mean, it's it's that's what I like about these movies. It's almost like reading a comic book. There's an introduction of a character. Here's a little bit more about him later. The Ant-Man movie is a prime example. Sure. So, yeah, that's the, that's the part that I really enjoy. Okay, cool, very cool. Do you have a, a favorite character in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe here? <sighs> Yeah, I, I guess overall I'm a big Thanos fan. Okay. Um, and that I was excited to know that he was going to be the other arc. Sure. From the other side. Yeah. Um, because he'll he'll be the one that'll pull the Guardians into Earth and and that with uh, Peter Very Quill cool. and them. Um, so yeah, I really like him. So. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Well, it looks like we're getting ready to go in, so I won't take up any much more of your time. I appreciate it. Thanks for chatting. Hey, you bet. Bye bye. We are here in the theater, just a few minutes away from the beginning of the movie. We are super excited to check out Captain America Civil War. Had a chance to chat with some of the fans in the line. Uh, there were a lot of them, and uh, uh, opinions are pretty divided between Team Cap and Team Iron Man. But it uh, seemed like the general consensus is that everyone is excited to check this movie out and to really see what Marvel has in store here for us today. So we are going to check it out now, and after the movie, uh, I may come back to record a little bit here. And of course, we'll talk all about it uh, back in the studio afterwards, both a spoiler-free and spoiler-heavy review portion. So that's it for now. In the meantime, we will uh, be ready to enjoy the show. All right, so once again, we are back, and uh, this is now officially spoiler heavy time so if you do not want to hear anything about the movie if you haven't seen civil war yet now is your chance to turn off the podcast uh, come back and listen to this part after you've seen the movie uh, this is where we kind of dive into some of the specifics here so um all in all you know as as we said previously um a really fun movie uh with some with some pretty serious weighted parts but the weighted parts were were good because a lot of superhero movies you know, don't really deal with this. You know, you see, you know, uh, Iron Man get confronted by uh, the mother of someone who died in the uh, Sokovia attack, who was a, a completely an innocent bystander. You know, you get to hear a lot of this. And of course, um, Baron Zemo, who uh, does exist in the comic books in a in a vastly different type of type of scope, but Baron Zemo does exist as kind of a um, 
I don't want to say a, a, a terrorist leader, but he is he is definitely motivated by his personal feelings, even though he's a little bit more superpowered in the comics. Um, Baron Zemo here in Civil War is obviously a uh, huge um, antagonist in the terms of what happened to him as a result of what the Avengers have done uh, is really driving his actions here. Um, uh, definitely a, uh, a legitimate cause and effect type of a, a type of scenario here, if you will. But um, really, it, for it being as weighty a topic as it is, it it feels, uh, let's say, necessary. It feels like it's something that uh, that a respectable superhero universe should address and that's what i appreciate i think about civil war and i think that's what's going to resonate with a lot of fans too is that they will appreciate the fact that these kind of questions are not just being swept under the rug and oh yeah it's all good superheroes uh you know fireworks hooray everybody's happy everybody's not happy and uh this movie kind of deals with that fallout so uh, in terms of the superheroes themselves, uh, so cool to see Spider-Man on screen. I know we've seen Spider-Man a ton over the last uh, decade to 14 years, uh, first through Tobey Maguire, then Andrew Garfield. Uh, Tom Holland brings something to Spider-Man that I think is really going to resonate well with audiences when you get to see him in his full solo outing, Spider-Man Homecoming, which is coming in 2017. Um, he just did a phenomenal job. I really got the Spider-Man vibe from the comic books. I felt with Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man and the, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man, those were good, but Tobey felt a little more grounded than Spider-Man does. You know, Spider-Man's very quippy and all that fun stuff. So um, it definitely felt different in that regard. Um, and Andrew Garfield, uh, I am on record as saying I did not enjoy The Amazing Spider-Man and The Amazing Spider-Man 2. It felt very self-referential. It felt very just uh, the plot was for as much as Civil War uh, references the real-life aspect of superheroism, if you will, uh, The Amazing Spider-Man just seemed to throw that in the exact opposite direction. They did whatever they want, didn't seem to care for reality or any kind of after-effects, things like that. So um, definitely very much more excited uh, about about this version than all of the other versions that we've seen so far. Um, you know, seeing... Marissa Tomei as a extremely young Aunt May is a little jarring. I will I will admit that, but uh, uh, very cool to see Spider Man officially joining the ranks of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Maybe it bodes well uh, for other deals. Maybe there might be a deal where the uh, where some of the X Men come back into the fold. Maybe we can rescue uh, the Fantastic Four from the mire that they are stuck in in their films. Uh, so who knows what the future brings? But uh, that's a, a great start to see Spider-Man doing his thing here in Civil War. Uh, one of my personal favorites, I have, I really, really enjoyed uh, last year's Ant-Man. I thought Paul Rudd was a great pick for that. Uh, it was phenomenal to see him back on screen. Not only to see him back, but we did get to see, as uh, we spoke to superfan uh, Deuce in line there, you heard him say uh, that one of his predictions was that we would see Giant Man. We would see him turn into Giant Man, and we absolutely did, which was phenomenal. Uh, and it was so cool to kind of see that play on how the shrinking and growing works in the two different directions so that was really cool to see um you know hopefully in uh ant-man and the wasp which is the sequel to ant-man that i believe we're getting um 
2017 or 2018. I'm not sure which, but it's coming up in the next few years. Hopefully we'll see more of that dynamic as well. Um, my personal favorite, one of my personal favorites, um, members of the Avengers right now is the Vision. And I think it was very cool to see him, not only to see him kind of in action and everything that he can do, but also see him have some moments of vulnerability. Uh, you know, when the Scarlet Witch essentially kind of took him to town uh, earlier and, uh, you know, de- I don't want to say defeated him, but, you know, got out of Avengers mansion not the mansion of the avengers headquarters by by essentially beating vision and then um later in the movie seeing vision miss in his shot and saying that he was distracted uh in the shot that ended up uh paralyzing roadie um it was nice to see uh, a little more human element to what is essentially a walking talking computer program i think they're they're saying that the the mind gem which is uh you know, the source of his power in his forehead there, which came out of Loki's scepter, might be infusing him with a little bit more um, humanity or, uh, you know, organic content than even he was familiar with. So I think that will bode well. Um, something interesting that will be expanded on in the future films, for sure. Uh, another little tidbit that might be expanded on uh, in future films, at least I certainly would think they would, because in a movie, even a movie that runs almost two and a half hours, there's really no throwaway moments or throwaway lines. And you had the the part where uh, the Winter Soldier was fighting the team, um, trying to escape from them, and this was right where um, Iron Man, it was Iron Man, Agent 13, and Black Widow kind of taking him on all at once, uh, Iron Man without his, uh, you know, Tony Stark with, with without his Iron Man suit, just he just had the one, um, the one gloved hand, and then uh, when the Winter Soldier was fighting the Black Widow, you heard her say, as he was strangling her, she said, uh, you could at least recognize me, indicating that they have some kind of a past that, uh, hasn't been extrapolated, hasn't been expounded upon, but uh, almost assuredly will here, hopefully in the uh, not-too-distant future. I mean, it makes sense, obviously, they they both kind of came up through the through the spy program ranks, uh, obviously. They both have that Russian background, so there's definitely something there. It's just a matter of uh, digging a little deeper to find that out, but... Um, one of the few complaints I I have about the movie probably, and this is relatively minor, is that uh, I wish that Martin Freeman got more screen time. I was so excited when they announced that he was in the movie, and uh, you know I understand that that his part is a needed one, but um, you know hopefully we'll see more of him in the MCU because it feels like he, it's that that was such a big casting for him in that role that it almost felt like it went to waste in this movie but that's i think that will be the the balance of that as if it was felt like it was quote unquote wasted in this movie we see more of him and more of his meaning to the overall storyline in the future cinematic universe films so so hopefully that does come to fruition um interesting how things got left off uh, you know the avengers kind of fractured uh, captain america and and his little squad in wakanda um, which bodes very well for us potentially seeing uh captain america and uh, you know some of the other avengers in the solo black panther film that's coming i believe later this year so 
Um, should be interesting to see how that kind of plays out. The um, the directors of Civil War, the Russo brothers, are also directing the Avengers Infinity War Parts 1 and 2, which we just found out today through some news sources that those are just the uh, colloquial names for the movie. They will be renamed uh, different Avengers titles. They will not stay the Infinity War Part 1 and the Infinity War Part 2. But that's obviously the culmination of Phase 3. That's what everything's building towards. So the Russos, who directed Civil War, are also directing that. Uh, you better believe that this movie was setting some plans in motion for them, not only through the rest of the MCU, but leading up to uh, Infinity War storyline that'll be coming in that two-part Avengers movie in, uh, I believe, 2018 and 2019. So... Um, very exciting stuff. This was definitely a great entry into the MCU, and they did it somehow with all these superheroes and all this action and all this adventure, but it still felt, it still kind of kept the same vibe that the Captain America films have kept. You know, Captain America, the first Avenger, obviously was more of an origin story, but Winter Soldier definitely had that kind of uh, spy thriller type of feel. It wasn't, it was probably the least superhero of these superhero movies. And if it makes sense to say that in the same vein here, with as many heroes were in it, it had a distinctly different vibe of any superhero movie that you've seen before. So um, definitely, uh, um, and at least uh, on my initial thoughts here, uh, seems to be a winner. I'll be going to see it again uh, here soon, uh, I think tomorrow, uh, with with my wife, uh, Emily, she'll get a chance to see it. So when you talk to us next week, we'll probably chat a little bit more about the movie since we'll both be able to uh, to spend some time on it as well. But uh, but for now, yeah, uh, rest easy knowing that you can go see it or if you've seen it already, uh, odds are good you probably enjoyed it and took something away from it. If you have a differing opinion, of course, uh, we absolutely positively want to hear it. Uh, we are not the people who uh, think that our opinion is the opinion and that's it. We want to have that open exchange of ideas. So if you had something in the movie that you didn't like, or you didn't like the movie in general, something rubbed you the wrong way, you noticed something that we didn't necessarily touch on, uh, please reach out to us and let us know. We, we, we absolutely want, kind of want to get that interaction with you. So you can come find us online uh, via all the social media mediums. We're over on Facebook at facebook.com slash popcultish. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at B, B-E, popcultish. Uh, and then, of course, you can swing by the website at popcultish.com as well. All right, that wraps us up for uh, another episode here. We'll be back next week to chat with you some more. But in the meantime, uh, this is Tony reminding you to be passionate, be proud, be pop cultish. <laughs>